Yesterday, um, it was our weekly call with our Superfast Circle members. And this is where, in one of our programs, people all come online and they ask questions and um, we answer it. You know, we jump online, we go and have a look at things that they've done. And one of the questions from one of our lovely members was about um, their blogging style and the fact that it was taking him absolutely ages to write and he just didn't know if it was worth it or not. So what we did is we unpicked it, unpacked it, had a look at it all and came up with some ideas for him to uh, to make it a lot better. Because the truth is, sometimes we can be a bit too clever for our own good. So that is the subject of today's podcast. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise Oyston from Superfast Recruitment with Recruitment Marketing Sales Podcast. And today's topic is business blogging and how to get it all working, tickety-boo. And before that, um, if you're new here, welcome. There's probably another 130-odd podcasts, depending on which, you know, depending on when you actually access this, there might even be more. Um, so go and have a look, check them out. If you go over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk, so just Google Superfast Recruitment and we will come up as if by magic. Head over and go and have a look on the blog because... All our podcasts are there and for all our podcasts, you will get a transcription. If not a transcription, there will be show notes there so you know what to, what's involved. And whilst you're there, plug for us is go and download one of our reports, um, uh, sign up for a conversation with us. And uh, we're here to help you market your recruitment and staffing organisation, no matter where you are in the world. So... Let's get into today's topic. And today's topic is business blogging. Now, um, as you will know, if you visited our website, we provide content marketing as a service. However, we are very aware that not everyone is going to work with us and some people want to want to actually write their own content um, and, and good for them. Now, we had a conversation with uh, one of the members of our Superfast Circle and uh, what we do with our, with our circle members, um, the people from all over the world. And on a Tuesday, we run various calls. And on this particular call, people jump online, they ask questions or they might ask me to review something or to look at some copy. And the same with Sharon, they just sort of basically it's a, it's a, it's a great opportunity for them to get the questions answered. And one of our members had a bit of an issue about his blogs. Very, very talented writer. However, by his own admission, he said that his blogs were pretty appalling when it came to actually he'd get lots of interest, but but often from other recruiters or from friends or or, or, or other people of various political persuasions, not necessarily the the directors of the particular I won't reveal his sector that, that he's in that he actually wants to read the articles. Um so what we did is we sat down and we unpicked and unpacked it and we had a good look at what he was writing and um there were a number of lessons in there. So I thought it appropriate to to actually record this podcast and just give you some some ideas and standpoints so first thing is 
business writing for work, artistic writing for home. You know, let's be frank about it. I love reading and being a marketing fanatic, I will read anything and everything there is on marketing. However, when I have a specific challenge, I want to know precisely what I need to do. I don't want any waffle. I don't want any any rambling, um, though I do love stories. Sometimes I just want someone to get to the point. Um, and this is where many people make mistakes. And one of the things you always need to consider is the content that you write. Am I adding value? And what is the next logical step for the reader? Because the the whole point of writing for your website, for your recruitment website, is this is about generating leads. It's about we've got a a new webinar that's happening actually um, next week, which is around lead generation. But the whole thing needs to. Um, you know, needs basically to to lead to that. Fair enough. If you're a great writer, you know, set up your own personal blog and and blog about what what whatever you like. Um, however, when you're looking at creating leads for your organisation and branding yourself, then it's about business and it's about being practical. So, some practical suggestions for you. Number one, answer questions that your candidates and clients and talent might have. So we live in the knowledge age and the World Wide Web means that we can get answers to our questions and normally at the click of a mouse button. So that being the case, you know, writing a rambling post where you are sharing your point of view, uh, good though it may be, isn't actually going to help Jane or John who've just been made redundant and uh, need to update their CV because it's been like um, lost on a uh, in a in a folder somewhere on their personal home drive at home. You know, you you actually writing some um, some content that you're interested in doesn't mean other people are interested. In. You need to be writing practical content that is useful to your audience. There is a saying in the in the UK about disappearing at one's own bottom. Um, when one starts to pontificate about what is good writing and what isn't good writing, what you have to remember is your candidates and clients and talent have problems and challenges and you can do a fantastic job answering them. So it may be that, you know, though you may think that writing about, you know, what makes a great CV, what's going to happen uh, at an, in an interview is really boring stuff. And I've mentioned this before and I'll continue to mention it because it may well be boring for you. However, it is not boring for the people that actually turn up at your blog and, and need some help. So let's be honest. You're listening to this podcast. There's well over 100 of them at, at the moment, depending on when you listen to it. You go along to our website. Literally, there are hundreds of blog posts I have written on content marketing, probably well over 100 times. I've recorded at least 100 bits of uh, you know videos and podcasts and various other things. Do I get bored doing it? Well, actually, no, I don't because I know the value that it can have. Because if people actually jump onto it and, and start acting on some of the things that I'm talking about, then it's going to work for them. And I know these are answers that people uh, people want. So the other thing to think about is it needs to be, your content needs to be and form part of your whole marketing funnel rather than just having a random thought and thinking, 
oh, I'll write about that. That would be useful. It needs to be related to the services that you offer and where you know you are exceptionally good. So that's the first thing. Answer questions. Now, the other struggle that uh, one of our members was having was around how long should these blog posts be? Now, um, obviously, you are listening to a podcast. Um, I probably embellish a little bit on the uh, on what's what's in the written word, but the written word here is in front of me. It's just about seven hundred words, actually. Um, and y- your your posts will work fine if they are five to eight hundred words. They are easily digestible. People can read them. So you know, by all means, write some longer posts. And if you want to get them out of the door and and working for you, a you can either outsource it to say somebody like us, or if you want to write and you all have the knowledge and skills to be able to do that, then you know that would be something great to do and mix it up with short and long posts. Now here's something that a lot of people don't always do, and I talk about using sub headlines. So if you are listening to this um, in your car or whatever, if you're driving into work or you, you know, you're in the gym or whatever, then uh, when you get a chance, go and have a look at um, uh, our blog post because you'll notice that I use subheads a lot. I was taught this when I when I learned copywriting as well, and I use it in all the articles that we write for our, our clients too because a subheading helps to break up the the content. It helps to lead people down a logical sequence. And what you'll also find, particularly for our market, we find, and if you're dealing with any business owners at all, that they are skim readers. They're busy people, not got a lot of time. They are going to skim through an article and they're going to look at the subheads and different things are going to draw them in. So they then will decide, you know what, I'm I'm going to actually read this, this article in depth. Great to be able to to actually get a real sense of an article through uh, through your your, your sub headlines. Oh, and by the way, Google likes them too. The other thing is to make your writing practical. So the best performing posts are instructional. And people always say, yeah, but I'm giving everything away. You're not giving everything away. You know, fair enough, if if you're writing about how to format a CV, how to nail a competency-based interview or whatever that might be, then um, they're still going to need a recruitment organi- and staffing organisation to help them actually get the job in the first place. Or, you know, if you are um, uh, an organisation and looking to recruit, then, you know, though you pay for the service, it's a damn sight easier using a recruitment organisation to filter all those CVs and to and to help you. So make your posts practical. So examples I've given, obviously, uh, think about what are the questions that that candidates are coming to. when we were when we were chatting in Superfast Circle the other the other day, you know, I, I shared about you know friend a uh, friend of mine who um, has unfortunately just been made redundant, and four weeks ago that was not on the horizon at all. Suddenly she's like dusting off her CV; it's really out of date. Um, so she's asked me to help her with it because obviously she knows what what we do. But you know, you imagine that you know if she didn't have me, she's going to be googling online, and um, if you have that information really really important um other things i've i've talked about here are you know making it practical so it could be about cvs you know and it could be sort of what are the essential skills of a pa so you imagine if you are coming back to the workplace say you've had a a family or whatever um it used to be a real stellar pa and you want to come back into the market and you might think okay so 
it was all like outlook and calendars and diary management you know now am i expected to do a bit of social media um you know am i meant to answer chat box and send messengers out you know what am i meant to do so it could be looking at okay so it would be a really key search term that people actually jump online and say okay so what are the essential skills of a peer i think you, you get the picture there as well the other thing that a lot of people don't do and it's incredibly useful because a it um, is designed to to help people solve a problem and that is to link back to other useful content on your website so let's just say somebody's reading a post and you're talking to the post and you're talking about you know preparing for an interview and it could be about improving your confidence let's just say something like that if you have written an article on that hyperlink that back very easy to do on a on a wordpress blog back to and um, we do this for for some of our clients too so it so it keeps them on the site and they're linking back because it's all about providing value for them because then you know what happens they go and talk to their friend down the road and they say ah you should go and work with you know Lucy Walker recruitment or you should go and work with whoever because they're great got lots of content and they're really going to help you so you can see how that can make make a difference because when you link back to other useful content um, you are demonstrating that you have knowledge in that area and you really are like waving that flag to say we can help you solve your problems and you'll notice, you know, if you go along to our blog post that we link back to the content, you know, if you, if you head over to our website, if you're listening on iTunes and have a look, you know, we've linked to different things around content. We've, we've referred to marketing planning and we've linked back to there so people can go al- along. And the, the whole point is keeping them on your website for as long as possible and convincing them that you are the organization that they need to actually pick the phone up and, and speak to about their their recruitment process or, or their career. The other thing, too, is this is called a bit of jargon for you, internal linking. So when you are making links to other posts on your website, Google likes it and it helps with your search engine rankings. Bit of a ninja tip there. Now, the next thing is formatting, not to be boring. And if you are confronted with a massive bit of text, no images, no formatting, it can put you off. I know it puts me off. And I I do read a lot on my mobile phone. Um, I know I'm a bit obsessive about marketing, various things like that. And I have the lovely iPhone 7, not got the iPhone X at the moment. But so what I would do is, you know, I'm looking for things that are easy to read. So when you're on a mobile phone, particularly if somebody hasn't got their website optimized properly, um, you know, you, you're trying to read through things and everything's all bunched up and it looks looks terrible. So formatting really good, you know, make your points stand out, bullets, spacing, subheadings, all of these are are important. The other thing is have what is known as a CTA, which is a call to action. As I always say to people, though I love to write, we don't write for the good of our health. Uh, Maybe we do because it motivates us, but the whole point is to have a call to action at the end of your post. And now that for for a recruitment organ and staffing organisation might be pick up the phone, download a free report, register for SMS text alerts for our latest vacancies, um, download our latest salary survey. So all of these things, it's a call to pick up the phone. And it's amazing how many posts we still see where people don't give a call to action. Because, you know, if someone's reading through everything, they just think, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I could do without help. And suddenly you appear and say, what next? Um, 
we have helped thousands of candidates over the last 20 years and um, I'm sure we can help you too. Very easy to get into contact you know phone our Leeds office phone our Manchester office phone phone our what whatever uh, and let's have a let's have a conversation and in in the the blog so go go over and look at the transcription I've actually just done a, a quick screen captures and see how that might look for you what else a couple of other things really that that are important a little bit ninja tactics here SEO love a good jargon word don't you search engine optimization so let's be frank um when we jump online and we're looking for things we put in keywords and phrases the way that google works is it goes out online and uh, it looks for the keyword and phrase on that website and it looks in various different places one of which is the title of the post one of which is a description and then obviously words and phrases in the body of the post now one of the great things about content marketing is the more content you have on your site, each single blog post is like a separate web page. So you could potentially, you know, we, we have clients we've been writing with, writing for for like six years. And you can imagine they've got hundreds of posts. So they've got hundreds of things that are appearing on Google. And Google will see, oh, this is a website with, with great content on it. So one of the ways you can do this is to add the um, what's known as optimization. So let's just say you were writing a post about um, interview skills. We used to just use that as something simple. So interview skills, you know, um, what interview skills do I need for an assessment center or something like that? Somebody's going to be Googling that. Well, if you use something called a plugin, um, particularly if you are using something like WordPress and your web developer will know, know all about that. And this is just a little piece of software. They're free, actually. And I'll, I'll tell you which ones you can use as well in your website. And basically just put the keyword or phrase. Then that that post is more likely to appear in the search engines over time because you have optimized. You've put the keyword and phrase. So, you know, this this particular podcast is how to create your business blogs. I am absolutely certain, I know because I've checked, that, you know, how to business blog is a, is a search term. So I've got that in there. So it may be that this, this, this post might rank over time. You know, it takes you a couple of minutes to do it and uh, very easy to do. And there's, there's a couple of plugins you can use for WordPress. One is called the Yoast plugin, and I've linked to both of these on the uh, on the website. And the other one is called the All-in-One SEO plugin, both of which are aligned to WordPress. You can grab them. They're free. Um, so what next? Well, a <laughs> couple of things. First of all, uh, start writing, start thinking about what you want to write, start thinking about the the, the, com- the conversations that people are having with you that you think you can add some value to, the big questions, um, and and then get some content created much easier than, uh, than you probably realise to actually write some very, very basic blog posts that you could use. And if you still are having issues around time or, you know, you want someone that's really, really experienced, you, you've got, you know, other things that you want to do. So obviously, you know, there tend to be two camps here, you know, people that, that are more time rich and people that are, are not so time rich, you know, uh, get in contact with us because um, we have been providing content marketing services to uh, many recruiters over the last, uh, uh, gosh, eight years now. So, 
So this is Denise, all about business blogging, saying bye for now. <laughs>